1: Indeed, Wild Card Weekend is upon us, and time to talk a little football and other topics with the former governor and Senator of Virginia, George Allen. Governor, how are you? Happy Friday.
2: Happy Friday to you. I'm doing great, and I still think Hank Jr.'s introduction to Monday Night Football is still the best.
1: I'm with you on oh, that 100 Percent, hundred percent. All
2: my rowdy friends are coming over tonight.
1: That's right. I completely agree. <laughs> hey, before we get to the picks, uh, can I get you to comment very quickly on uh, big news this week in college and pro football with the retirement of Nick Saban and Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots? That's a uh, that's pretty oh. high level stuff.
2: Yeah, sure is. Uh, Nick Saban's really one of the greatest, if not the greatest, college football coach. Ever, I, you know, he ranks in there with Bear Bryant as one of the greats, and um, it is it's for for the other Southeastern Conference teams. It is a relief. Now, some of them worrying that Alabama might get their coach, but but what a what a tremendous coach! Just just solid in recruiting and the program and the discipline, the number of players who you know end up being outstanding athletes, not just in college, but in the NFL. It's just tremendous. It ends up being a place that was once a run, you know, running team to quarterbacks wanting to go to Alabama. And the the great thing that Saban did is, is beyond his, his, his personality and his principles is he adapted to the changes in, in college football with, with NIL and portals and, and all the rest, and he didn't resist it. He may not have liked it, but he needed to to change and innovate and and uh, and make those adaptations. Belichick, uh, you know, for for pro football, is just one of the all-time greats. Modern football, by far, the best coach since you know this this century. Uh, with the Super Bowls he won, he would win with players. Sure, he had Tom Brady, but Belichick had. Like Edelman as a receiver, who was a, a quarterback in college, he'd have players that on, on other teams would be second or third stringers, and these 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 guys were producing tremendously uh, in his in his offense and his team, and and they always had pretty stout good defense, didn't make mistakes. Uh, for us Raiders fans though, in two thousand and one, Brady's tuck was a fumble. Uh, So I can't go without saying that because that that was the NFL screwing the Raiders and Brady and Belichick knew it was a fumble. They didn't object to it. It was just the NFL offices on Park Avenue hating the Raiders and and calling that thing a tuck. But regardless of that, uh, Belichick is truly an outstanding coach. And it'll be interesting that Sabin's retiring from football. So where where Belichick goes will be interesting. Uh, whatever team he goes to, he's 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 a, he's one with a lot of discipline. He has a system, and so forth. And it it, it I think it's going to be fascinating to see which franchise uh, is wise enough to hire him, and whether yeah, you know, and it has to be a fit. He's he's not going to be able to go to a team that's soft and sissified. He's going to have to go with folks that. That buy into his program. It's kind of like uh, the the coach of the Detroit Lions is a hard nosed type coach, and it's got that team doing doing well. So we'll see what happens. But it's it's the passing of of the baton in college. Yep. To the next generation. It just uh, the Belichick will be around somewhere. Some team I would suspect will will hire him on. Somebody somebody mentioned to me. They say, oh well, Belichick will go to Alabama. Now, college football is a completely different animal when it comes to, to coaching with what you have to do with with the recruiting and the portals right. and all of that. So, it doesn't necessarily translate. It it may it can, but may, maybe if, Belich- if Belichick was a coach at at West Point or Annapolis, you know, the Naval Academy or Army uh, or Air Force, that, that might. And he started out at Navy at one time.
1: Right, his dad coached at Navy. Right,
2: uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So that'll yeah, be interesting. It, it, it,
2: the interesting thing, Belichick. My my sister interviewed him, and Belichick had my father's book on special teams drills, and he he's still he would refer to my father's special teams book. Yeah, how so about that, he, he's a student and historian of football. Well,
3: Governor, this is Dan joining in here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you just great. Steeler uh, Dan, the producer man. <laughs> Uh, at uh, at the funeral for one George Welsh, Bill Belichick was in attendance, and he actually credited George George Welsh with having taught him everything that he knows about teaching quarterbacks the game.
2: That's great. Well, George Welsh was an outstanding coach, and uh, George George Welsh. If it weren't for George Welsh, Virginia's football program would would not well it's not that it's any good right now, but the, <laughs> would the, never have been in the nineties. Yeah, never would have been any good. But it's, right. those those are the best days in Virginia football. The nineteen nineties with Coach Welsh there and his assistants that he brought with him from Navy, and right. Virginia Tech was great in those days with Coach Beamer and and Bud Foster and and their their players. Those so those were those were the be- that was the best decade of football, college football in Virginia in the nineteen nineties. And and uh, Coach Welsh was just. Outstanding.
1: Covered well, both of those programs extensively. Shall extensive... we switch
3: to the business at hand here? Okay, <laughs> Sorry, Gary, I was just going to say.
1: I was just going to say I covered both of those programs extensively okay, for in those some days. Reason,
3: I'm not hearing you, Gary. But let me see. Uh, let me see what I can do I about it. You can that. hear Gary. You can hear Gary.
1: Well, right. Dan, while
3: governor, you figure that Gary's out, I'll talk to the governor co- when it comes to him to picking. Okay. Um, microphone up, issues.
1: Gary,
2: Gary. Gary's got the floor.
1: All I was going to say was I covered both of those programs in the 1990s. And uh, I agree with you 100% about state college football during that time. Would love to see it get back to that at some point, but I'm, uh, you know, especially now that JMU and some of the others are playing at the level they're playing at, but we'll see if that uh, can ever happen. So while Dan figures that out, let's uh, go yeah, ahead and Yeah, by the get way, st-
2: this year, yeah, let's let's do the pro, but this year the Commonwealth Cup, the two best football teams in Virginia were Liberty and, and JMU, that, right. that's who the, the Commonwealth Cup should have been between. And I think we're right, good to go, the, team. Let's do the, the wild card
3: games. Yes, yeah, so, so for everybody listening at home, uh, we are picking all of the playoff games this weekend. And before we do, very quickly, uh, just a re- uh, review of the standings. Yep, tip of uh, the
1: hat to the governor who's taking the lead.
3: That's right. Uh, the governor is in first place with uh, a record of 52-33 and 33 picking. Then we have Gary the Tsar Hess, our guest host for the week at 50-35. and 35. I'm coming in third. Steeler Dan the producer man, 43-42. and 42. And then not shy off of that, uh, we got John the coin read at 42-43. and 43. So the first game up will be the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Governor, what say you?
2: This is a tough game. These wild card games are great games. This is where the coin has an advantage <laughs> because they're coin flips. Both teams, are, gosh, Houston's hot as a $10 pistol, and they're, they're CJ Stroud is back, and they're playing at home. I, but I'm going to go with Cleveland's defense and their offensive line coach, Bill Callahan. So I'm going to go with the Browns to win a really, really c- close, tough game.
1: I figured I, that you might. I, How about you, Gary? I think it's going to be fascinating. The game is sold out. Uh, it's going to be rocking. Uh you know, I just got to tell you, it has been fascinating watching the Texans and how good they are. C.J. Stroud should be the uh, probably the offensive rookie of the year, um, yep. the coach of the year. D'Amico Ryan should be the coach of the year. But I agree with you. I think the Cleveland Browns' defense is the difference and the experience of Joe Flacco. And getting Amari Cooper back, very important for the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns get the win in Houston
3: ordinarily we say that joe flacco turns into joe montana for the playoffs i think that he's gotten a head start this year uh, I, i'm riding the hot hand of flacco browns for me too let's see what the coin has to say usual quarter flip here four for four brownies all right the next game the peacock game Miami Dolphins traveling to Kansas City to face the defending champion Chiefs. Gary, I think it's your turn.
1: My turn to go first. The Dolphins are dynamic, and I think they're dangerous. But in single-digit temperatures and negative uh, (laughs) wind chill, I am going Kansas City and Chiefs Nation rocking an arrowhead. Chiefs win this game.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Gary. Yeah, Miami hasn't beaten any teams with a winning record. And they are the Dolphins. They are from Miami. And it's going to be around zero at game time. And Dolphins just do not survive at that temperature. Chiefs win. Chiefs. Simple as that. All right, let's see what the coin
3: says. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> four for four again. Uh, the Chiefs uh According to the coin, will be the winners. All right, next we have. Oh, this is the game of the week here: uh, the Jimmy Laycock Bowl up in Buffalo, the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against the you know the Buffalo Bills. They're okay.
1: Jimmy Laycock's going to enjoy this game very much, having coached both coaches in this game. Uh, I think the Steelers making the playoffs and the Mason Rudolph story has been fabulous. They have really stepped up their game the last month, but. But B- Bills Mafia and the Buffalo Bills at home are going to be too much. Buffalo wins it. I
3: think something was wrong yeah, the, with Gary's yeah. microphone. There, did, did he pick the Bills?
1: No. <laughs> yes, yes, he did, and
2: and and for good reason. And oh be no! There, which, but but Pittsburgh, the Steelers won't be bothered by the snow, but they're not going to. If they, they'll have no wattage with oh. Watt out, and oh, uh, there you go. I see what you South did there, and, and I and I. That's just uh, for, for my good friend Keith Smith. I'm going to go with a better team, the Buffalo Bills.
3: Okay. Well, irrespective of whatever the
2: coin comes up, we yeah. will not
3: be four for four this game. I'm going with the upset, baby. Give me the Steelers. All right. Let's see what the coin says. <laughs> All right. Come on, coin. Oh, boo, coin. Coin comes up heads. All right. All right, so so the coins with the bills. I don't know. I think this quarter is the Mitch Trubisky of of, of quarters here. But anyway, okay. So uh, the next game up is the Green Bay Packers traveling to Dallas to face the Cowboys.
2: I'll go first with this. The Cowboys are, are really tough at home, uh, and they're a better team. Uh, the Packers are playing better, but I think the, the Cowboys will win in Arlington uh, fairly easily over the Packers, and it's a good revenge game for the for the for the Cowboys coach
1: Packers do a, have have really come on late and uh Jordan Love has really emerged and they're a dangerous team but the Cowboys at home and the better team simply too much Cowboys win sorry i went out of order going first last time
3: that may, that may be okay cuz we got that. 6 games anyway Gary so it works yeah okay Who do you, you got yeah who
1: do you got Gary i picked the Cowboys Cowboys, you Cowboys. picked okay.
3: Dallas all right uh I think I'm, I'm going to keep it simple, too. I'll go with the Cowboys, even though they have a penchant for uh, for going the opposite direction of Joe Flacco in the playoffs. All right, let's see what the coin says. All right, it's, it's four for four there. Man, only one uh, derivation so far, thanks to me. Uh, and then we have the Rams and Matthew Stafford uh, going back to face his old team. In Detroit, the Lions. Uh, I think, let's see, who's up first this time? Is it Gary? Is it you?
1: I can go first this time. I'll, I'll gladly go first. I have looked at this game uh, sideways and backwards and forwards, and <laughs> this is where I'm picking the upset. I think Matthew Stafford goes into Detroit and beats the Lions.
2: Oh, goodness. I Same with me, Gary. It's just one thing is you have both, both quarterbacks are traded. Uh, this is the first home game for the Detroit Lions and most of the fans – memory, probably the century. Uh, the Rams have a better quarterback, but Detroit playing at home, they have a decent running game. Aiden Hutchinson, I think, can make a, a difference in their poor pass defense for Detroit. So although I, I really would like the Rams to win, I'm going to go with Detroit. We've got to have some difference on on these. So I'm going to go with Detroit to somehow, somehow win with their screaming, rabid hysterically
3: insane fans i'm with gary rams in an upset coin says hey he's for the upset too. give give uh give the rams to john's coin and then last but oh, not this least is the key game maybe actually maybe this is least i say last but not least this may be the least game of the weekend uh yeah. the, the struggling the struggle bus riding philadelphia eagles at the tampa bay buccaneers governor i think it's your turn
2: yeah, this is another tough game to pick because if Philadelphia is playing awful and and Hurts' middle passing finger is injured. They've got to be able to run the ball. I think Tampa's been lucky because they barely beat stinking Carolina, which is the worst team, certainly the worst owner these days uh, in the NFL. So I'm, I'm going to go with Philadelphia to uh, somehow win in Tampa.
1: I agree. Eagles, uh, as bad as things are, uh, Tampa Bay is a good draw for them. I think Eagles win in advance.
2: Eagles for
3: me, too. Let's see what the coin says. Oh, it's spinning hard. All right. They're going. The, the, the coin is going with the home team, Buccaneers. And, Gary, I'll turn it over to you to wrap up for the segment.
1: Yeah, we, uh, Governor, we are short on time. But before we go, just give me a quick comment on your expectations for the general assembly session with the Democrats in control of both chambers and the governor fighting the fight on the other side.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm for the governor's side in reducing income taxes in Virginia to make our state less costly and, and people keep more of what they earn. It would make Virginia more competitive with North Carolina and Tennessee and the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, all that have lower taxes and lower cost of living than we do. I would hope I know the Democrats aren't likely to go for that, but they should if they care about Virginia's competitiveness. One bill I'd like to see them pass is, is allowing the people of Virginia to decide what kind of car they want to drive, whether it's battery, diesel, hybrid, you know, corn from a jar, whatever. Let people decide uh, rather than have the government tell you what kind of car to drive. And I, I know the Democrats have, have been on that side to, to dictate it, but I think if they if they listen to the people, people can decide what suits them the best rather than the government.
1: Hundred percent. Enjoy the football this weekend, Governor. We're up against it. Take care. Good talking to you. you. Adios. The governor and former Senator of Virginia, George Allen. Back in a moment, News Radio W R V A.